Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1987, four childhood friends were reunited after 10 years to investigate the murder of a mentor they all shared. During this time, they unlocked the deep secrets of the past and found themselves exposed to the darkness that surrounded them. Soon it became more than a fight for justice. And instead, it became a fight against the ultimate evil. Six months later, in the winter of 1988, bonded by their knowledge of the dark unknown, they have decided to no longer be the victim. Now they seek out the deep roots of satanic corruption that hides in the shadows of society, all the while trying to mentor a new companion, seeking justice for the death of his cousin. Institutionalized is the second story arc in the Chronicles of Darkness first edition story, The Ultimate Evil, set in Bismarck, North Dakota in 1988. Join us in this tale of satanic horror with Wayne, played by Adam, Che, played by Andrew, Alex, played by Mitch, Michael, played by Slavic, and the newcomer Derek, played by Tillman. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, and on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Mike, you push the bar and you slowly open the door. And you see, you're looking down, well, you're looking like at your head. Excuse me, you're looking at your the height of your head. Your flashlight comes across. You don't see anything, but you then you scroll down with your flashlight and you see like blood is going down the steps. Like it's a trail of blood that is going down the steps there. And you look and you see the steps are similar to the steps that you went up on the other end of the hall. That's the way you guys came up. But now you you see like similar steps that are going down that way. And you see at least down to like, it goes down and then there's another turn to go down. Then you're to the third floor. You can see at least as far as you can see, you can see like, looks like a blood trail went down there. Michael sort of turned to Derek and say, uh, and like not say anything, but he'll do this sort of facial gesture of like, let's go. And right before you go, I hate to do this to you, Derek. Do me a what's in composure roll, please. <laughs> I love that role. It's like so, like it's like perception and awareness, dude. You know, like or, I wish I could just take a specialty in what's plus composure. I know, right? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but hey, it's my game. I can do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. This time I fail. I guess Derek is freaking out. No problem. So Derek, you just see him motion and you go ahead and you start going down, following behind him. Mike, you're walking slowly down the steps, your pistol out in front of you, I assume, with your flashlight. You get to the first bend where you turn and you continue to go down and you see the blood keeps going down. And then you see for a second, you're trying to see if it keeps going down or turning, you know, because you're at the third floor door now where you can go into the east side of the third floor. And then it keeps going down. So you're going to continue to go down? Yeah. Uh, are there, there's like doors, right? So there's like, you're right now, you, so you went down like 10 steps and then there was a turn to go down like another 10 steps. And then now you're on the third floor door. So right. to where you could open to go into the third floor, but you see the blood is continuing to go down. Yeah, the steps. The, okay. So what, what Mike's going to do is first, he's going to tell Derek to like, or like show Derek to like stand there. Make sure nothing comes up or down. And then he's like going to peek out of the door. You're going to peek without the the flashlight. Oh, so you're going to open the third floor door and kind of like peek down there. Mm -hmm. So you 
slowly press the bar. Actually, do give me a let me get my book here so I can have dexterity and stealth, please. Dexterity and stealth. Don't fail. You saw what happened to Wayne. Nothing happened. I'm gonna no use fine. a willpower on this. Oh, okay, go ahead, use a willpower. Just because I feel like this is a high drama, high stakes situation. Uh the key to use a bit of a boost. One success. Oof. Good thing I didn't. So when you go push the bar, you hear a little like for, for a second, like a little tension and squeak. You stop for a second, and then you just kind of like push it a little bit more, and you feel like the release and the door open up, and you pop, you poke your head in there, and when you turn, you can kind of see like the the windows. You know how I said those like hallway windows that were facing the north side, and the first thing you notice is like you see off, like past the window, past the grass, like where there's like some old buildings. You see like it looks like there's flames going. It's hard to tell because like the wind is blowing, the snow is going, but it looks, you can see like orange, a fire there. And then you poke your, you turn and you look and you see that there's dark figures that are walking in the hallway and you smell smoke. Like smoke is, is coming from one of the rooms and you realize that there's like flickers of light coming from some of the rooms in there. And you're able to piece together that these figures are probably lighting fires in these rooms here and are running about the hallways while they're doing it. Is there a file alarm in the in the school hallway? In the, in the hallway. hallway, yes, actually. By you know the same map. You remember how I mentioned there was a map by the door, and then there was like a couple light switches and a fire alarm. Yes, there is. Oh well, let's just leave them to it and go downstairs. <laughs> so what's going on in your head right now when you kind of like saw those like, figures? Were you scared? Were you are yeah, you in the zone? I mean, I, I feel like Mike's confused at first because like bleeding guy fires. But it, it sort of clicks together, you know, just because it's like whenever you feel like Satanism or something like that, you see people, you you feel like or it evokes images of like people lighting fires or something or like dancing around fires or whatever. And uh, then you have this blood. So he's like calculating what he can do. And he's already heard a gunshot. But does, he, there were no other shots. And these guys are obviously fine. And they're not his guys. So he doesn't really want to confront them. So it's like, I got to check this out first, but we got to, you know, make sure our six is covered. So he'll sort of try to gesture so that Derek makes sure, like, that no one's following them. Okay. I just point towards them. I'm like, look towards the back. I, um, I assume, yeah, Derek is just staring at him, like, pleadingly in panic, but he gets the meaning. <laughs> And Michael and yeah, sort of grab his shoulder and give him like a reassuring squeeze. What's going on after that squeeze? Like what, what does that help you feel more motivated? I think this could be a good chance to do like a leadership role where maybe you can see if it like does, you know, but I yeah, mean, that makes sense. Actually, yeah. let's oh. have, let's have you roll presence and leadership. Is there a leadership role? No, there's no leadership. (laughs) You can maybe go with uh, empathy, socialize, or socialize or empathy or streetwise. Let's do presence and empathy. Presence and empathy. Presence and empathy makes sense. Uh, Three dice. Nothing great. No success. (laughs) (laughs) So he grabs your shoulder and he squeezes your shoulder, and you can see he's trying to convey, but it's you're still feeling like amped up, scared shitless. You're in this dark hallway. One flashlight, one gun. And you just kind of follow and does, let me ask you this, Derek, is your fear on the, almost to the point of being debilitating? Like, 
like do you feel like like his is he feeling connected to himself still at this moment to where he like that fears is making him hyper vigilant or is he starting to feel like okay i'm just like becoming going through the motions now i'm just blind like you know what i mean following him like what kind of effect does this fear have on you right now um i think he's still like in the hyper vigilance mode um he's definitely like his eyes are darting around from doorway to doorway and behind them and uh, back but he feels very self-conscious in a way because he's on the one hand he's not really armed he feels very useless and also being his size he suddenly feels very obvious like not stealthy at all and like he's afraid of fucking everything up for the two of them but he also knows he can't like exactly leave mike alone or like try to leave the building by himself that would be even more dangerous so you're continuing to go down the steps michael you see that the blood continues to go down the first set of steps and then cuts down to like you know where like it kind of goes like we said before it goes like 10 down and then it turns around and goes 10 down to the second floor and you follow the blood and you see that the blood is still going down there and there's a second where you're on the second floor and you see the door is there and you go and you look down the steps you see the blood continues to go down like it would lead to the first floor but this time you guys both smell smoke and the as the flashlight goes past the second floor door you kind of see like a little bit of it coming from underneath like the crack there not a lot you know not like there's some heavy on fire but you definitely tell that there's smoke coming from down there well mike is not going to be opening that door i think (laughs) uh simply because it might bring more air to the fire or whatever and like he already knows like these guys are upstairs right so they already were on the second stairs so they probably already lit the fires there and they'll probably have some trouble on the first floor because they probably already set the fire there if they did it like from first floor second floor third floor even though that would be very likely to kill them he knows that these people don't think rationally and yeah he continues to go down so you start going down the steps and derek you start following them you're about three steps down when you hear the door burst open from behind you on the second floor derek and you turn you look and you see figures start rushing down the door but you can't make out quite what they look like because it's still rather dark in the hallway right now and we're going to cut to alex alex you're running through the snow right now and you see this pack of you're looking behind and it looks maybe it's like five or six people that are running after you you can't quite make out what they look like you just see that they probably all have the same kind of clothes on you can tell like they're definitely lighter from like the waist down like so maybe it might be khaki pants but you're bursting across this parking lot and you start running to this through the grass that leads to this ominous barn and you see the barn like the lights of the barn and as you're running there's a second where you are you see like the barn and you're and you're going and then you look and you see off to your right there's a group of people like huddled over something and there's a moment you're trying to make out what it is, but you can't make out because of the snow that's like rushing through the air and the wind that's blowing. You can't even really hear anything because of the howling of the, of the wind until you hear this loud, like crack pop, you know, like a, like sounds like a gunshot that goes through the air. Then you hear another one and then another one real quick. And you look behind you and you see that like three of these figures that were chasing after you kind of like fall 
they like stumble on the ground and you see that there's like a figure in the parking lot and you can't quite make out what it is, but you see like bright blares of like, it looks like maybe gunshots or something coming from the parking lot for a second. And then when three of them drop, you see the three figures look at the parking lot and then they burst running in the opposite direction. Like they're running towards like one of the dormitories or running towards the group of the other three people or the, the group of the huddle people that are closer to the barn. What are you doing? I'm going to redirect towards the parking lot. If they're running away from it, I want to run towards it. So you turn and you start running back towards the parking lot. And as you're getting closer, you see the form of John Donaldson there, the security guard that you guys had talked to before. And as you get closer, you you see him. He looks like he has like this hunting rifle of some sort, the, like with the scope that people usually use for hunting in the area. But then you see that like, wait, he doesn't have his jacket on. Like he has no jacket on. You just see a dark looks like a dark wet spot that's like on the side of this navy blue shirt that that's all along like the lower left abdominum and as he sees you rushing by you see him for a second like he drops the rifle and he kind of like drops to one knee and you make it right up to him and like he's like trying to grab onto your arm so he doesn't fall the way and you see him looking up at you and you see his eyes look like wise and you know like wide and like almost like uh he's going into shock at this moment you know matter of fact you similarly have seen this through your drug abusing years of people who maybe did too much or knew that they were like on the verge of overdosing and you see him look at you for a second he's just like oh your friends help me oh shit shag a guy oh fuck it hurts and he's his face like looks even more pale in the snow as he's like trying to like get you to help him up or something to this extent i'm gonna help him up and as i help him up i'm gonna grab the uh, rifle okay and look at him like you got more ammo for this thing. Oh, it's in the it's in the security house by the barn there. Shit, I got more over there. And then as you sitting there talking, all of a sudden you see like the third and the second floor like windows. You see him getting brighter, like of the like this building that you just came from. Like you look behind you, and you see like you're actually looking behind him. You know, and you can see the building. It looks like flames are starting to come from like the third and the second floor. And you see some starting to come from the fourth floor. And you're even for a second, when you are looking through the storm, you can see like between the le- the west dormitory building and the main office building, you can see way back. It looks like there might be more flames going uh, like in like something that you didn't even know existed back there. You know, you can see them very trace, very they're they're obfuscated kind of by the wind and the snow going on, but you could definitely see that they stick out like that. So you gotta get me by the the that the, the, where I took you to where where I thought you gotta get me over there. Be, you gotta be careful. Oh shit! I don't know if I can walk. Fuck. And he's like holding his side. Yeah, I think you need some medical attention. Give me. You got a first aid kit in the house. I do. Here, just help me up. And he like he's like trying to like get you to prop him up. You know. And oh, like, I'll help him up. Yeah, and he's like hands you like the you know the rifles on the ground. You could like grab the rifle while you're like propping them up. Oh yeah, I'm grabbing the rifle. And he's like and he's like pointing kitty corner. And you see like where the barn is, and then you see like this silhouette that's kind of like southeast of the barn. And you, you have to cross like that main street that kind of like you guys drove up to get to the parking lot to get there. He's like, shit, what the fuck is happening? Some of the kids attacked me. What the fuck is happening, man? Yeah, it's it's. You know what? We'll talk about it later. Let's get you somewhere safe. Yeah. And you're having a hard time even talking because the wind's blowing. You actually like feeling the wind now. You're starting to feel like having to carry him and your sweat and like the the breeze hitting your sweat. You're starting to feel like a little chilly, like a little cold. And you're starting to feel that dampness. And you guys are making your way by some trees. You see him always like, stop, stop, stop. He like says to you, uh, you're trying to, you're like by some trees that are cut. You're cut across the road. And you're kind of by some trees that are along the road there. And he's like telling you to stop. 
I'll stop for a second. Whoa, what's up? And then he's like pointing slowly his finger and you see like the group of kids are like, like carrying a figure that and you're having a hard time making it out. I'm going to have you give me a wits and composure roll. Three successes. You, as you're looking, you're like, what the fuck? And you're trying to make out what they're carrying. And then like, they come across like one of the lamps that are there and you see like long, like a long hair, like a ponytail kind of like hanging off and you see a flannel and you realize it's Wayne that they're like carrying in there. He's unconscious or something, but there's like 10 of them that like a couple of them are carrying them and the others are like walking along as they're going into the barn. Oh yeah. That's not good. Uh, fuck. I'm going to take aim at one of the kids with the rifle. And you see the moment, like you set him down and you see like you're pulling up the weapon. He's like, no, no what are you doing? And you're going to go ahead and fire. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to fire not at Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, right? So I'm going to have you give me a dexterity and firearms. Damage is five. So you add five dice to it, but I'm going to have you subtract three because of the blizzard conditions that are going on right now. So you're trying to like, you know, you aim at these figures that are walking there, but it's hard to see the wind is blowing. You know, it's a, not an optimal. So dex and firearms plus five minus three. So dex and firearms plus two. Three successes. So you sit there and you're like looking at the scope. And you, the, the scope comes across like the figures and you see what this is clear. It's like so insanely clear. And it reminds you like when you went hunting, like your, your neighbor, your dad never really hunted that much, but your neighbor like offered to take your dad and you hunting when you were like 10 and you shot your first deer. And you remember looking through the scope and just being caught off guard by how clear and how everything was at this high resolution. And when you come across for a second, you see Wayne being carried and you see like his face looks super pale and you see like his blood is just like pouring out of his side and he looks like on the brink of death. And there's a moment where you get to like one of the figures there and it's like this redheaded figure who turns. It's almost like that eerie second where he turns and like he's looking and you pull the trigger and like you just see it like, boom, it just like hits him in the chest and he like falls back. And it's this loud cracking sound that goes through the air. Like, crack! And you see like the figures for a second almost drop Wayne, but you see them rush into the barn and you see like four figures are like looking at you and you see screaming, you see huddling around. And all of a sudden you see like the barn doors, the main ones slide open and you see more figures starting to rush out. Like there's more boys that are coming. And there's actually this eerie second where your scope goes across it. And then your scope goes back across towards like the dormitories and schools. And you're realizing like, shit, you see like silhouettes of like sporadically, like throughout the snow, like all these kids are somehow going outside and heading towards this barn. Is there a large tank of like propane (laughs) maybe on the side of the barn? You don't see, you're looking around and you don't see any propane accessories. Yeah. You don't see anything. And you see him go, yeah, go. And he's like, for a second, you see John is like, like sitting there. Cause you know, he has to sit down while he fired the shot and he grabs your arm and he's like, give me the gun, go, go, give me the gun. And he's just like, is trying to grab the gun from you. And he's like trying to push you away. And there's a second where where he takes, I give him the gun and then he grabs his belt clip. And you see him like unclip these keys. There's like a, ch- a ring of keys. So like, go, I'll just, I'll just go. And you see like blood is starting to like bubble up from his mouth a little bit. Like when he's getting himself worked up and he like, hand, like pushes the keys into your like waist. Cause he can't reach up to your chest. Go house, go, go. All right, I'll bolt for the security house. 
So you're running towards like this and you realize the security house, it's like this old house that probably was on this land that was like probably built like a hundred years ago or probably around that time frame, but it's been renovated and upkept. It looked like it could be like a quaint home, you know, for like a family of three or a family of four, but you're running along it and you come past the trees and all of a sudden you're crack, bow, crack. Bow! And you look behind you and you see like the, the group of boys are rushing towards where he was at, not where you're at. Like they don't see you at the moment. You come rushing up to the side of this house and you see that there's like, you're on the side of it and you see like there's a window on the side that like a small one that maybe was like in a bathroom or something to that extent. And you're running up towards the front where there's like this patio, like an old porch that like people you would sit on maybe with like rocking chairs and would sit and drink like their lemonade or sit and drink their coffee in the morning. But at this moment, you just see that there's lights that are coming from inside of it. You come around the front of the, onto the porch and you see like there's a door and there's like a normal large window that would exist there. And you see like warm light coming to it and you go up to the door and you, you try the knob and the knob doesn't work, right? You know, you're trying to turn the knob and it's locked. I'll use the keys to unlock it. So you're like looking through the keys for a second. You're like, shit, shit, shit. And then you see like one with the, they have those little like tags, you know, the color tags that where you can write like on them. Like this is what this key oh, yeah. is for. And you see one that says like security house. And you're like, oh shit. You're like, slot. you're like trying to get it in there. Your hands are kind of numb at the moment. Your adrenaline's rushing. Your hands like shaking and you like get it into it and it turns. And you're like, oh, and you feel like the door, the, the handle turn and you like push your way in and you see that it's just empty right now like you're in this like little like it looks like a sitting area you know where people would set up like a little like guest couch or something for people to sit before they go in there and you close the door behind you i lock the door behind me and you lock the door behind you wayne yep everything is black you feel lightness you feel almost like the time that you smoked really strong weed and you felt like out of body that time where you felt like out of control, like you weren't in control of your senses. You weren't in control of your body. You weren't in control of your perceptions. That fear that probably wrapped itself around you at that time. You were probably young when it happened, you know, being way too high, thinking you're, you know, like trying to look back on it the next day and like not understanding like what you were seeing, not understanding what happened. It was almost this out of body. It was almost like your mind and your perception was open too much to what it's not being able to handle. But it's this, it's not that fear though. It's this peacefulness, like an acceptance, like a warmness that, that you're inside. It's almost like that brink of being in deep REM sleep where you're kind of almost aware that you're going to sleep. You're kind of almost can still think a little bit, but also your mind is controlling itself and your mind is going off on its own. And you feel in this darkness for a second, like a wind, like a breeze. And at first you start thinking like, wait, like I know it was cold outside. I know there's a blizzard, you know, you like these thoughts are just like flowing through your perception and you can't grasp onto him, them. But you almost smell, it smells like a summer breeze, like a spring wind that kind of like goes through and carries like pollen and life and reminders that like, this is a time to be relaxed. Like the elements aren't going against you. You know, this is to signify that you're like at this new stage, you know, a time in North Dakota where like people start going to the river and people start going to the Capitol grounds. People start realizing that the harsh, harsh survive, you know, winter that you had to survive is done. And you feel that darkness is slowly like dissipating 
and you're not quite sure like what it is dissipating to, but the darkness is almost being replaced by like a brightness, like a, like a dark, or excuse me, like a, like a warm sun. And you're thinking that for a second in your head and you realize that you are staring into the sun. What are you doing? So it's like, I'm kind of just like taking a second and um, enjoying this almost heat on my face because I, I think this is the end. And I'm just in my head, I'm just kind of like playing out like, well, this is this is what it's like to die. And um, I'm just kind of like letting that heat just kind of like wash over my face and just kind of like soaking it in, just like taking the last moments of of pleasure I can in in this because I'm not I'm not sure what's going to happen all this time. I felt this faith in my God and I don't really feel it right now. And I'm not really sure what's going to happen beyond this moment. If the lights are just going to turn out and it's just going to be nothingness forever, but he's just kind of like with his eyes closed, just sort of like ready. And you feel like when you close your eyes, you feel, you start feeling your body again. You feel like your hands are in grass and you smell like grass for a second. And then you feel like a hand, like come across your hand and squeeze it gently. I open my eyes to see who's next to me, see what this dream is all about, this this last vision. And when you look, you turn your face and you look and you see a face staring back at you and it's a woman's face. And you see for a moment that you're like trying to make out who it is. And then you see she has like blonde hair. And she looks like young. She looks to be like 18 or 19, you know, like, which is a lot younger than you are right now. Like some, so, you know, even at the stage of your life, I would assume or would say that maybe like when you see youth and vitality like that, you recognize it more seeing how much life is like kind of taking its like toll on you, you know? And it's like, you know, not like a sex thing or whatever. It's more like a recognizing like, Hey, like life hasn't like shit on them yet. You know, life hasn't like done everything that it's done to like people that, you know, but there's a familiarity. And you hear like her look at you and she's like, hello, Wayne. And you, that voice, like, just like kind of sings around in your head and you're literally laying, like laying and looking at her on the side. And she, she sits up for a second and you see her back and you can see like the, the top part of like, she's wearing like some jean shorts and you see like this blouse that was like kind of popular, like in the seventies, like has like a flower pattern. You, some, you don't see like kids now in the eighties wear with like fluorescent, like wild shapes or, you know, any like heavy metal. It's like almost has that like Brady bunch vibe to it. And you see, like, she looks down at you while you're laying and like the sun is bright, like coming from behind her and almost like radiates off her like golden blonde hair that kind of like comes and it's parted in the middle. It kind of comes down to the side of her face that, that again, that vibe of like what was cool when you were like a preteen, you know, when you see like these girls, like older girls, you know, and then there's a second where you're like, and you remember like, this is Amanda. And she's like looking down at you for a moment. And she's see the smile like come across her face. It's like tranquil, like smile that that represents more wisdom than like the 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 whole embodiment of her that you see that you saw earlier. And she's like, "Sit up, let's talk." I look at her and I smile, and then I I sit up, and I just feel like I did when I was a little kid. Like if I was looking down at myself right now, it would be the kid version of me, and not the the Wayne right now. And then um, we're just kind of like sitting together and I'm just like 
I'm just like smiling at her and she's just like smiling at me and I'm just like really happy. So you're kind of at a crossroads right now. Yeah. I, I guess you could say that, huh? Yeah. And she just looks at you for a second. She's like, the choice is yours. So there's peace and you're going to see people that, you know, and they're waiting for you or you can go back. And if you go back, it's going to be hard. It's okay, Amanda. It's always been hard. And there's a moment where like she looks at you for a second and she leans forward and she plants a kiss on your forehead. And the moment that her lips are separate from your skin, all of a sudden your eyes open and you smell like this, like hay smell. And you're like cold, extremely cold. And you ache and your body aches and your mouth is really dry and you feel dizzy and you feel like you have like your eyes feel heavy, like, 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 like that. Like your thumbs have been pressed into your eyes almost like this headache is just going throughout your head. And you see that you, when you, you see that when your eyes are open, you see like the ceiling of a barn, like you're looking up at a ceiling and you, and you're like trying to like sit up and move up and your, your side hurts and your stomach hurts. And you see a figure come up to you and it's that Billy kid. And you see that he's looking down at you and he's smiling. And he and you're trying to like weakly like kind of like grab at him, but you're 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 so like so much you don't know this, but so much blood has been spilled. You're like almost like extremely dehydrated at this point. And you see that he smiles at you and he's like, You will be the vessel and you will see, but you will need help. And you see him turn and look, and you see someone come walking up behind them, and they have like this little like like glass, like it almost looks like a vial with like a little dropper. And you see that like someone goes and they like hold open your eyes and you see someone come with the dropper and they put like one drop in one of your eyes and then they put another drop in another of your eyes. And you like stings your eyes for a second. You try to like close your eyes and then all of a sudden you feel your existence start ripping apart. We'll cut to Mike and Derek. Derek, you hear this door open and you see figures are starting to come out. And there's this weird like second of awkward, like the, the door bursts open and they like start running forward and they stop and they see you and you're like looking at them, but it's dark, you know, and, like you can't really make out too much. And they stop for a second. And there's almost like this weird, like, 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 wait, what? Like you can't make out their details. They can't make out your details. And you hear them go, wait, what? And you hear like a, a commotion, like, like they're stopping to decide what to do. And then all of a sudden you hear one of them run forward. It's like, that's some of them. And then you just see them like, they're like three steps behind you. Mike and Derek, what are you guys doing at that moment? When you hear them say, that's some of them. Now, uh, how, how far away are they? They are about four steps above Derek, who's about two steps above you. So they're about six steps away. That was like a moment where they stopped because they were like not expecting someone to be on the stairway like that. And then all of a sudden you realize they realize that you're not some of them. And I mean, you guys don't quite know what's going on either at this point, but like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you look up stuff real quick. Yeah, no, no, no problem. I'll, I just want to. No, no, no. Sure take I your time. No, right. swear to God, do not. No pressure. Take your time. I want you guys to fully utilize. I hope you guys are having fun. All right. I'm just going to grab Derek, Derek and run. Yeah, that's what that was my suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Derek is just uh, yeah. pushing onward. He's probably like bumping into Mike and like pushing him down the steps. And <laughs> I assume Mike just drags Derek. Like he knows he's scared, so he'll just yeah. take him. Yeah, start and like you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have you both roll a dexterity and athletics, uh, and okay. then I'm gonna have them roll the dexterity and athletics too, since they are like all trying to like 
come down to um they have chasing <laughs> as a specialty no it's like the opposite right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mike's not used to being on this side of the chase. well this is uh just like i said it's a charge but you know away from the enemy right. <laughs> they only got one should have just taken a runic like Alex. i had them roll I- three dice because like they have minus because they're like all like bumping into each other they only got one success I'm still considering spending willpower. It yeah, may be an option that I'm you want. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> willpower in the system gives me three extra dice. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. To be honest, three dice is like the average. Three or four dice is like the average human. <laughs> I saw Wayne's comment. <laughs> need to see the range of this fireball. I rolled seven dice and I got one success. Oh, well, he's a big lug in North Dakota. You know what I mean? But hey, you didn't fall. Did you roll, Mike? Yeah, I got one success. Oh, I'm, I apologize. I've been sitting here waiting for Mike. I, I, I'm i sorry. So you both are booking it down, and you get to the bottom first floor you know, entrance, and you burst it open, and you're on the north side of the first floor, and you, or excuse me, east side of the first floor, and you look, and you see you can run down the hallway, or it's right like by you is a door that leads to the side, that leads outside of the east side of this building that you can just like crack open easily and continue to run out there. Which way are you guys going? Which way is closer? The door outside. Yeah, let's just take that one. Yeah, outside seems clever because it's more open. Yeah, so you burst the door, boom, you push it open, and you see that there's a sidewalk that goes to like a dormitory that's on the east side. You know, the one just out of character, the one that Wayne was on was the west side dormitory at the beginning. And you burst open the door, and when you guys burst open the door and you start running out, there's a moment where, oh, shit, and you see that there's more kids. Not like waiting for you, but they're like sporadically like coming out the door. And there's a stop moment where you stop and the kids look at you, and then they also start chasing after you guys as you guys start running off towards like i don't know which way are you going to run there's two ways you can run you can run away um to the north you know like you look and you don't see that there's anyone there or you can look to r- run to the south where you see the sporad there's cars there like the cars that you came in your vans there but you see that there's kids sporadically through there like and you're looking and you're almost like seeing that there's like a bunch of kids teenagers i, I use the term kids like but a bunch of preteens and teenagers that are out in front of these buildings and you see like some of them are heading towards like the barn almost what are you guys doing i'm trying to direct mike towards the car park i love how you say car park reminds me when uh alex played with us and he called it a car park like what is that parking lot back in the negligence days dude go into the car park eh (laughs) whatever what about you mike what are you doing Mm, a quick question we haven't seen any sign of wayne or alex yet right not at all no yeah so there's no no one else outside, right? No, there there's so right. you, you run out this this east side entrance, you see like 20 feet away from you, there's people coming oh, out of okay. that dormitory. You look to the left, which is the north, and you just see like a field with like snow, and then you look to the right, and then there's like the parking lot that's like, about 50 meters away where you guys park, and then you see like that barn and the road, and you see like there's like silhouettes of like there's people out in the snow, like the wind is blowing and everything. How many? See, Oh man, I don't know. You're like trying to count, do a quick count, and like you you aren't able to get like a you yeah. I don't need action. I don't need yeah, twenty. I need between six and twelve or something like that. It's it's more than twelve. More it's like probably 12. like okay. twenty five or more, and like and then you definitely see like there's a bunch that are by the barn. 
Like they're like, like it seems like their goal is ahead to the barn. And there's even a moment where you're like looking and you see like fire flames are like kind of like coming from the first, the fourth, third, and second floor. You know what I mean? Like the like the building was being set on fire. You see that there's flames when the north area, when you look, there's old buildings that seem to be like that were set on fire there. It looks like pandemonium. It almost looks like that there's like a they're not riding, but it looks like it could be like a riot in the middle of fucking blizzard okay, weather. So they're going point. towards the barn, but they're not the, yeah, they don't see us. Yeah. And you actually all of a sudden, well, let me rephrase that. The people chasing you see you. And then the yeah, people coming. Yeah. And the people coming out of the West Dormitory or the East Dormitory we were like, there's like two of them. They're like, oh shit. They're kind of like caught off guard seeing you there. So I would say there's probably like, I don't know, four or five people. So what I want to do is run yeah. towards the car. Yeah. You can run towards it. You guys can definitely beeline towards the car. Yeah. Know? Definitely do that. Yeah. So you guys yeah. start running towards the car. I'm going to have you do uh, uh, another uh, dexterity and athletics, please. And this time I'm going to minus one because of the uh, snow that in the that is going on there. Yeah, but then the people chasing us will. Also oh yeah, get a for minus sure. Yeah. One and yeah. yeah. Will get just canceled. Anyway, I'll use a willpower for this. Uh, do I use another willpower? Hmm. Can't take it with you. Okay, I'm using it. Fucking garbage. Yeah, I have one success. Oh, I have three. Damn, nice. <laughs> the jogger's having issues, but Derek's <laughs> like, fuck this, though. Mike, you're running, and you're able to, like, keep the same pace because you're sliding. You're finally having a hard time, like, like keeping your grip on the ice and on the, or excuse me, in the snow and the, like, with the, everything that the fresh snow that's falling in the wind. But Derek, you have those work boots on. Those work boots are getting you, like, awesome traction right now. And as you're running, like, through the snow, you get up to your van, and you actually have your jacket still on. You got your keys in there. But when you get up to your van, you stop for a second. You look, and you see, like, one of the tires had been flattened, like, the driver side tire is like flat on the snow there and you look for a second and you look at the other tires that are next to you which is this oldsmobile which you don't know whose vehicle it is and you see that the tires were are were flattened there and then you see like a mitsubishi next to there but the door's open which is weird you know and then to to the passenger side of the truck there's a pickup truck there and you see that you turn and you look and you see like the four or five kids chasing after uh, Mike and Mike is reg- ma- making his way towards there. And then all of a sudden you see like a couple like figures are like turning and looking and then you hear pop, pop, pop. And it's coming like from towards the barn there. And you're not quite sure where, but all of a sudden you see like some figures like running towards like that barn area. Like that. it's just pandemonium at this stage. Do I feel like I have time to uh, get onto the passenger side of the car and grab my revolver from the oh yeah yeah you have time yeah for sure yeah okay time to cool do that. yeah i definitely want to do that it's and gonna shoot de- out. Deposit, <laughs> deposit the the tapes yeah um in the car like right. under the seat maybe just uh, honestly i'm just tossing them in the air so i don't have that stupid back around me constantly yeah <laughs> it's like in real life i got the stupid backpack that's like running with it's a pain in the ass you know <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and we will roll initiative. So initiative is going to be, so everyone roll initiative. So I'm going to have you two roll initiative, the result of the die roll plus your dexterity and composure. So you're going to roll 1d10 and then you're going to add your dexterity and composure to it. All right, so uh, we will say that they have a 13 initiative. What's your guys' initiative? I have 12 total. 12. I have 14. 14. All right, so for you get to go first, Mike. You see, like, 
Derek like is fooling around with his sorry fooling around with his car, and you see like throws something like he runs around the passenger side, and he throws something in there, and he pulls something out. You could tell by what like how he's handling whatever he pulls out. That's probably his pistol that he has, and you can act first. So you are getting right to the parking lot. You know you feel mm-hmm. your foot like go onto the blacktop, and you look, you're looking behind you. You see these kids are still chasing you, but they're about like twenty feet behind you. You're definitely quicker than them. I'll give you that because you you know you run quite often, and you're an adult. You know. So go ahead. All right. So Mike's going to shoot him. Okay. So, so uh, you are, we'll say that you have a pistol heavy. I would say that's probably what you're packing, right? No, he has a pistol light. I have the stats here. Okay. He's at 75, which means I add plus two dice for it. Yeah. Wow. You have 16 plus one in the clip. Nice. Go ahead and do it. Do the thing. Let me Kill just... some kids, you fucking evil motherfuckers, dude. What do you and Dunstern have in common? Man, no, I mean, <laughs> Dunstern diddles them. We just kill them, man. No, Dunstern, I think, eats them, man. But yeah, it doesn't yeah, he have eats them. Let's not get into this. Let's not get into Who the knows? Whole... Who knows what he does? This is all fade to black, that shit. I don't yeah. even know what he does. I assume they don't have armor, so I'll just roll no. this. Yeah. Uh, that's three damage. So you fire and you hit like one of them. And you see, like, one just falls over in the snow, you know, like, just of the four of the five that are coming at you. So there's four more that are rushing towards. Then it is their turn, right? So they come up upon you, Mike. And you're like, shit, you aim, and you're like, pow, and, like, one falls. And you see, like, one has to, like, jump over, so only one gets to you. And you see he has, like, this claw hammer, like, in his hand. Like, these, these, you're like, what, the, like. It almost looks like these kids were just like picking up anything that they can use for a weapon. And they go and they fucking, he goes and swings it at you. So what is your, um, what is your defense? Two. All right. So he's going to have three D10. Oh, so this kid goes and like tries to swing this hammer at you and you like duck out. Like it's funny. You fire and you hit one of the kids and the kid like kind of leaps over him and goes to try to hit you with a hammer and you kind of do the shoulder shrug and the kid like slides right past you, like trips over himself. Go ahead, Derek. You see this kid, like, you know, fall past Mike. You're on the passenger side, by the way. Mike's on the driver's side at this point, you know, because he was running the same direction you're running. So you can see the kids are still coming. You still have a shot at them. But the one kid who tried to attack him, you can't see because he kind of like tripped over himself and he fell like on the driver's side of the truck there. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure whether Derek would just shoot any of the kids unless they're like actively attacking either mike or <laughs> well you're getting that you're getting the vibe they're going for mike for sure you just saw one like go and attack him with the hammer you know but i don't know it's 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 we can uh we can do a courage roll we can figure out you know what i mean like how Derek would respond to this if he has like the mental if he wants to take the shot or i don't know it's your call so i gave him a specialty in his firearm skill of self-defense Oh, so I believe he like had a uh, had a um, training of some yeah. kind. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's hesitation of like attacking some teenager, but you shoot him in the leg or something, or just disarm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He's like trying to take. That's a terrible idea, but sure, go for it. <laughs> okay. So if you try He's... to go ahead, leg or arm is a minus this. two. Yeah, leg or arms are minus two. So you have plus two for your weapon. So just so you just just give me your dexterity and firearms. That's what you're gonna roll. I got two successes actually. All right, so and that's I believe right. at character creation I picked a heavy uh, pistol. Oh, okay. So uh, you actually had one extra dice to roll if you used a heavy pistol. So you can roll one more dice then. I thought you were using a light pistol too. So 
that's another success then. So you shoot this other kid in the leg and he's like, hits him in the thigh and you see the kid fall over. So there's two kids now that are still rushing towards Michael at the moment. Mike, you can go ahead and act now. You see two, you see one, there's a lot of bam. And you see like one of them fall and you see Derek is like over the hood, like on the passenger side, like he shot one of them in the legs there. Good job, Derek. And yeah, Mike is just gonna go and prepare to take out the one of the last two go ahead and fire three successes again so you hit another one in the chest boom and you see him fall back and then you see the final one stops and he's like there's a second where like all of a sudden like the courage is like you see like he has this he stops and you cut you there's this awkward moment right where it's like you two are looking at him and he's looking at you and the snow's coming across and you see him for a second he's like shaking a little bit and you, he has something in his hand and you can't make out what it is. It looks like it's like a butterfly knife or like some like cheap like knife that like delinquents have or whatever. And you see him for a second. And he's looking at you and he just screams. He starts rushing towards you. So I'm going to have him go ahead and roll. And he goes by Michael. And as he comes up to you, you're like, shit. And there's a moment where you're like trying to get aim on him. And he just slashes across with his butterfly knife. And it like cuts through your jacket. And it like you can feel it like kind of like hit into your forearm of your left hand, the one that you kind of brace along the handle of your pistol with, and you got one lethal damage right now. And then uh, go ahead, Derek, it's your turn. So one of them is still on Mike? Yeah, one of them just like slashed him across. The last one just like slashed him across with a butter, like a knife or something across his form. You see like Mike wins for a second. Yeah, Derek is going to try the same thing again, especially this time because he really doesn't want to hit Mike like in, in the chaos. Yeah, so Dex and Firearms plus one then. Yeah, um, for my Dex and Firearms plus one, wait. Okay, so originally when I said plus zero, I -hmm. thought you had a light pistol, which gives you a plus two. You have a heavy pistol, which gives you a plus three. So I'm subtracting two because you're doing a call shot. So that's why. Now I get it. And again, I have the specialty self defense. Does that actually make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so what does that do exactly? Uh, specialties, I believe, give you uh, one. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to self-defense. This kid does seven damage. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> I wish White Wolf understood how guns worked. I instead know of just... like, Like, you guys can literally shoot <laughs> five successes. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. So you see the kid, he just slashing. All of a sudden, you just hear a pow, Mike, and you see like crumble over. And you realize, like, oh, shit, you see just, like, he got hit in his thigh, and you see blood just, just like, spurting. Like, it's not like a normal gunshot was spurting, and you know he got hit in the artery. And the kid just, like, falls on the ground, and he's just, like, looking up at you. And you see, like, he's shaking, and, like, all, all of a sudden, he's, like, trying to put his hand over his thigh, and the blood is, like, squirting through his fingers. And you come around, Eric, and you look, and you see this kid's this blood. You didn't ever picture this would happen before when you shot someone. You see blood, like, <laughs> like going along almost like with his heartbeat at this moment and that's the end of combat and mike you feel like this hand trying to grab around your boot though or you're like a shoe and you see the figure who like slipped and like had tried to attack you with the hammers like trying to grab you like pull you down but he's like a 14 year old kid he's so like a man you know he's a skinny runt of a kid mike's gonna shoot him in the head oh shit so Okay. I feel like Mike, like when he was shooting, you know, yeah. when I wanted to say, like when that last kid that ran up to him, like looked him in the eyes, like Mike wasn't seeing people, you know, he's just seeing freaking targets, you know, yeah, yeah. And he's like these people want to kill me or kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So I'm going to get him first. It's, it's, it's like, it's not like being a cop. It's more like from the Walkstetter experience and everything. He's like, no mercy at all, ever. 
Okay. I love that. And you go ahead and you aim and you just caught, you pull the trigger and you see like his head explode on the blacktop. You just see it from the light of the, of the overhead light. And even though it's windy and snow, you can still make out him on the ground. And it's just, your ears are ringing loud from the shot and you can smell the tar that burnt through from the bullet. And you see brain matter that is on Derek's flat tire. The ultimate evil focuses on people versus the dark mysteries of the world. Inferno Temptation follows the similar theme as two mortals are haunted by two demons who won't let them go. Listen to find out if Brother Jan and Sir Reinhardt give in to temptation.